Welcome to my kitchen and welcome to this course, A Starter's Guide to Baking an Epic Chocolate Brownie. My name's Dave and I'm going to be your tutor and my mission is to help you develop your abilities, your knowledge and your confidence in the kitchen, helping you become the best home cook that you can be. With your dedication to learning and my desire to see you grow, I know that from you just watching this intro video right now, that through this course, you're going to excel as you learn about the ingredients you use to make your epic chocolate brownie, the steps you'll take to make and bake your epic chocolate brownie, the ways to serve and store your epic chocolate brownie, and of course, you only need to know how to store it if you've actually got some left over at the end. And finally, through this course, you'll learn some of the secret tips and tricks that I use that will help raise your chocolate brownie baking game forevermore. Now, I don't know if your friends and family are really quite ready yet just to experience how good your epic chocolate brownie is going to be, but I know that I'm ready to lead you through this starter guide to baking an epic chocolate brownie. So join me in the next video where I'll introduce you to the ingredients and the equipment that you'll need to bake your epic chocolate brownie. In this section, we'll talk through both the ingredients and the equipment that we'll need to bake our epic chocolate brownies. So here we have 150 grams of chocolate. We've got 95 grams each of dark brown sugar and white caster sugar. We've got 110 grams of unsalted butter. 65 grams of plain or all-purpose flour, 25 grams of cocoa powder, and three medium eggs. This is the equipment you'll need to make and bake your epic chocolate brownie. We've got a set of scales to measure our ingredients. We've got a medium saucepan and a spatula, or you could use a wooden spoon. We've got an eight inch by 10 inch brownie tin and some uh, greaseproof baking paper. We've got a sharp knife to cut the brownie once it's baked. And if there's any leftover, we've got a, an airtight storage container to, to store any leftovers. So that's all of the equipment that we'll need to make and bake our epic chocolate brownie. In the next few videos, we'll look in slightly more detail at the ingredients that you'll be using. Our epic chocolate brownie will use two different kinds of sugar. We've got equal quantities, that's 95 grams each, of white caster sugar and dark brown sugar. The reason that we've got the two different types is that we don't just want to have the sweetness that the sugar adds, but the dark brown sugar will also add some caramel flavor to our brownie, so we get that extra depth of flavor. We've got 65 grams of all-purpose or plain flour, and we've got 25 grams of cocoa powder. The all-purpose flour will give our epic chocolate brownie some body, and the cocoa powder is there to enhance some of those chocolatey flavors. I really recommend you try and get cocoa powder that doesn't have any added sugars or sweeteners. We have two different types of fat which we'll use in our epic chocolate brownie. We have three medium eggs and we have 110 grams of unsalted butter. The eggs will act as a binding agent 
And as the epic chocolate brownie bakes, the eggs will set and give the brownie some structure. The butter will add some richness and smoothness to the epic chocolate brownie. We're using unsalted butter for this recipe um, so that we can control the amount of salt that we add. You could of course use salted butter, which generally has quite low amounts of salt in it, but you will need to watch out how much additional salt you add unless you really want that salty taste. To bake your epic chocolate brownie, you are of course gonna need some chocolate. There are many different types of chocolate. That's different brands, different quantities of cocoa solid within the chocolate. And I really like this brand, Calibre. But what I would say is that you should look to use the best quality chocolate that you can find that's within your budget. First up, we've got some white chocolate and we're not gonna be using this in our epic chocolate brownie because white chocolate is very sweet with sugar being its main ingredient. And also it's made with just cocoa butter. It doesn't have any of the cocoa mass. So it doesn't have that rich luxury chocolate taste. It's much more sweet. Um, and that's why we're not gonna be using white chocolate in our epic chocolate brownie. Next up, we've got some milk chocolate, which again is generally quite high in sugar and normally has more milk powder in it than it does cocoa solids. With this one here having 33.6% cocoa solids. So it offers a much more subtle chocolate taste. And what we want for our epic chocolate brownie is for that real punch of richness. And for this recipe, the milk chocolate doesn't quite cut it. It doesn't give us that luxury. And finally, we've got two different types of dark chocolate. Now these have much more cocoa solids and much less sugar than the milk chocolate. And we've got one here which is at 54.5% and one which is at 70.5%. And that's the main difference between these two products is that percentage of cocoa solid. And what that does is as the number gets higher, as you get a higher percentage of cocoa solid, the chocolate becomes more rich. It becomes more chocolatey. It has darker flavors. It'll be more bitter. So for our epic chocolate brownie, what we're looking for is that balance between it being really chocolatey but as well, we want it to be delicious and umptuous and we want to have a chocolate brownie that people are going to want to go back to have more of. So we're going to be using the 54.5% cocoa solid. And this is something that you can experiment with and you can decide which level of cocoa solid you really like in your epic chocolate brownie. But what I'd recommend is that you start at the 50 to 60% range and then you can experiment from there. I recommend using electric scales to weigh your ingredients. Electric scales give you just a little bit more accuracy compared to a conventional spring scale. As we turn our scales on, and these ones are quite polite and say hello to us, we can see that it sets to zero and we've got it set to grams already. We've got a, an empty container, an empty bowl, which we're going to use to weigh our chocolate. And as we put it onto the scales, it weighs that bowl. So what we can do is we can level this back to a zero weight by using the tear button. It's normally denoted by a capital T. And what that does is that takes that weight of the, uh, the bowl and it subtracts it from the weight so that we start at zero weight again. So if we take our chocolate and we want 150 grams of chocolate, And as we reach 150 grams, 
we can stop just when we're about there. And we can see that we're just over, we've got 151.9 grams. So what we can do is we can just take a couple of pieces and just take them off. And now we've got 150.3. If I take one more off, that takes it down to 149.7. So what you'll find with all scales is that they have a tolerance level to them. So that's a, a measure of how accurate they are. So you won't necessarily always have 100% accuracy of the weight that you've got. And as a result of that, when I'm weighing produce for a recipe, if I can't get it absolutely spot on, I look to get as close as I can, but with it being slightly above the weight rather than being slightly below. So I'm gonna add this single piece back in. And as a result, we've got 150.3 grams of chocolate for our epic chocolate brownie. This is how to perfectly line your brownie tin with the baking paper. So we've got a piece of parchment which is larger than the, the tin. And what we're gonna be looking to do is to line the tin in such a way that the base is completely covered, but then that we've got two handles, uh, one at each, uh, each end so that we can lift the brownie out once it's cooked. So we'll take our, uh, our baking paper and we'll create a crease along one side. So this crease here will go lengthways along the, the tin on the inside. So we want to create another crease on the other side so that the, the total width of the paper is the same width as the inside of the pan. Now, this often takes a little bit of trial and error, but if we fold it along here, we can take our tin, so we've got the, the paper with two folds um, underneath. Keeping the folds underneath, the paper goes into the tin and push it into the corners. And now we've got our brownie tin. It's lined completely on the bottom and we've got those handles on either end so that once the brownie's cooked, we're gonna be able to just lift it straight out. In this section, we're going to be taking all of our ingredients and turning them into our delicious, epic chocolate brownie. So we're going to start off by melting the butter, then we'll mix in the rest of the ingredients, so that's the sugars, the flour, the cocoa powder, the eggs, and of course the chocolate, before transferring it all into our perfectly lined brownie tin. So let's get into the kitchen and let's get learning. Firstly, we need to melt our butter. So we've got our medium saucepan, and we want to put that just over a medium heat. Just let the pan heat up for a couple of moments. And then we can take our butter and that goes straight into the pan. And we just need to wait for the butter to completely melt and it will start to foam on top. And it's once the butter's completely melted that we're ready to move on to the next stage.
we'll just give the butter a little bit of a swirl just to encourage it to completely melt. And now our butter's melted completely. We're ready for the next stage, which is where we're going to mix all of the brownie ingredients together. Now we've got our melted butter, we can bring it across, just put a metal down to protect the work surface. So we've got our butter that's melted, and this is the real trick to these brownies, is that all of our ingredients can go into this saucepan, and there's no extra mixing bowl to clean or anything like that. The residual heat from the saucepan is going to melt the sugar, melt the chocolate. So we'll start off with our dark brown sugar and our caster sugar and we'll start giving that a bit of a mix round just to get those sugars melting and we'll go in with the chocolate as well And it starts to look uh, a bit of a mess as the chocolate starts to melt, as the, um, the sugars melt as well. We'll just keep stirring and gradually it'll all come together and it'll all melt into a single kind of goopy mess, which is exactly what we want. At this point here, you can really smell the, the rich chocolate, the delicious sugar. And we keep stirring. And you can see at this point here, it's much more liquid. It doesn't have lumps in. It may look slightly grainy with some of the, the sugar, but that's okay because it's gonna keep dissolving and it'll all disappear. There won't be, won't be any lumps once it's all combined and once it's baked. So at this point here, we can go in with our cocoa powder and with our flour as well. Give that a mix round and here be a bit more gentler you're mixing just so that you don't end up spraying the flour all over the kitchen. Try and keep it all in, in the saucepan. And keep Mixing that round until it's mostly incorporated. So we can see we've got a much kind of thicker mix now. And what we can do now, the saucepan's still got a bit of heat in, but the, um, the actual mix isn't too hot. So what we can do is we can get our eggs and we can crack our eggs in one by one. Move this across a bit. So take our egg crack it in and we'll mix the egg in and as you add the eggs you'll see that the mix becomes 
more firm, it's stiffer as you're mixing it. There's the second egg being mixed in. And finally, the third egg. So mix that final egg in. And it's at this point here, we want to make sure that we've got everything incorporated. So all of that flour is incorporated. There aren't any, any lumps of flour. All of the sugar is now dissolved, all the chocolate's dissolved. We'll mix it through. We can be quite aggressive with it. There's only a small amount of flour, so there's not too much concern about the flour developing gluten and it becoming like stodgy and bready. So we can be quite vigorous with, with how we're stirring it to make sure that that egg is completely incorporated. And now we're ready to transfer it into the baking tray, the brownie tin. So we could take our mix and we can simply pour it in and you can see how thick and luscious our mix is. So just pour it all into the center. Use our spatula to scrape down the edges and the bottom of the pan, making sure we get as much of that brownie mix as possible. And then with our spatula, we can just coax the mix towards the corners. Trying to get it as even as possible. And then what we want to do to make sure that we have as even a kind of layer as possible and that we don't have any air bubbles. We can take our mix, can lift it up so it's about what, 15 or 20 centimeters above the work surface and then just drop it. And we're gonna do that a couple more times. So we just drop it and a final time. So what that's done is that's um, leveled out the the, the mix a bit more. It's helped prevent there being any um, air bubbles inside. So now our epic chocolate brownie mix is ready to go into the oven and to be baked. Our epic chocolate brownie needs to go into an oven preheated to 180 Celsius for a fan oven. That's 200 Celsius for a convection oven or 375 Fahrenheit or gas mark five. Put your brownie on the centre shelf and it will take from 15 to 20 minutes to bake. So you've got plenty of time to wash up that one saucepan that we've got dirty. Set yourself a timer for 15 minutes so you don't forget about it. And in the next video, we'll see what our baked epic chocolate brownie looks like. 
Once your brown has been in the oven for around about 15 minutes, you want to check it to see if it's baked. So what we're looking for is for the top of the brownie to be uh, to be cooked. But as you press it, you can feel that there's still slightly some give that is maybe not quite cooked fully in the center. So after 15 minutes, if you check it, then if it's not quite done, then you can leave it in for another couple of minutes and check it again and then put it back in for another couple of minutes if it still needs it. So this one here, this took just over 17 minutes to, to bake and it's absolutely perfect. So we can see that the, uh, the top has got that slight crust on it. And if we just gently place our finger on it, we can feel that it's still slightly soft to the touch. So it's like it's not, maybe not completely, uh, completely baked through. So if we were to put a knife into it, it would probably come out uh, a little bit dirty. But that's absolutely fine because now we've got what is undoubtedly the absolutely most difficult part of this process. So our epic chocolate brownie, it's baked, it's there in the tin. We now need to leave it to completely cool. So it's going to take a good 30 minutes, 40 minutes for it to get completely down to room temperature. And the reason we want to do that is that we want it to relax into itself. Right now, if you think it's been in the oven, it's all quite tight, it's hot, and the, uh, the center's maybe not completely, completely cooked, and that's where if we leave it whilst it's cooling, that'll completely cook out perfectly, and we'll have the perfect brownie. So we're gonna leave this to completely cool. 30 or, four, 30 or 40 minutes later, we'll come back and we'll be able to slice and serve. Now our epic chocolate brownie is completely cool. We can see that the surface, it's still got a slight bit of a give to it as we touch it with our finger, but it's gonna be completely cooked all the way through, but gooey in the middle. So with our baking paper, we left it with the two handles. So we can just simply lift it out. We can put our tray to one side. And then with our sharp knife, we can cut the brownie into the portion sizes that we want to make. So I recommend it being kind of four or five centimeters across. We'll cut through. About there. And you can cut the brownie however you want to cut it. So it could be any size. You can make them bigger portions or smaller portions. And then what we'll do is we'll do one going lengthways. Make sure that we cut all the way through. Go under the brownie, but on top of the paper with our knife, gently pull it out, put that onto our plate.
And that's our epic chocolate brownie. We can see that it's perfectly cooked. It's still a little bit gooey in the center. It's crispy on the outside, super chocolatey. So if I just cut the corner off, we can see how beautifully cooked that is. And it's super delicious. If you find that you do have leftover epic chocolate brownie, then you can of course store it in an airtight container. So here I've got a container and I've got just a couple of extra pieces of uh, baking paper. And these are the same size roughly as the, the container. So we'll put one in the bottom and this is just to stop the, the brownie from sticking to the, to the container. And we can take a piece of our brownie I can go in like that. What you want to do is you want to try and make it so that the brownie doesn't touch each, uh, each other on the side, otherwise that's where they'll, they'll maybe start to stick together a little bit. We take our next piece of parchment paper and that can go on top and then we can go in with another layer like that. So there we've got two layers of brown we've managed to get six pieces into, uh, into this tub. So we can put the lid on and that will keep quite nicely at room temperature for uh, around about three or four days. And if you put it in the freezer, then uh, you can keep it for uh, a couple of months if it lasts that long. When you want a piece of brownie, you can either take the whole tub out and leave it to, to defrost at room temperature, or you can take individual pieces out uh, and defrost the, the individual pieces. So that's how you can store your epic chocolate brownie. Congratulations on completing this course, a starter's guide to baking an epic chocolate brownie. I hope that you've enjoyed it as much as I have, as you've learnt about the ingredients that you need to bake your epic chocolate brownie. You've also learned some uh, tips and tricks along the way. So how to weigh your ingredients, how I line my brownie tin, You've also learned that super secret tip of mixing all the ingredients in that one warm saucepan to save on cleaning uh, later. Now, your friends and family are in a position where they'll be able to see exactly how epic your chocolate brownie is. All that's left for me to do is for me to enjoy my epic chocolate brownie. So I'll see you again soon.